Are you afraid to be judged? If yes, imagine this. It starts that you don't dare to tell others what you really think. At meetings where your opinion really counts, you are going to be very quiet because you don't dare to speak up. At home, you might keep your desires for yourself and not tell your lover. And at work, you don't dare to ask for a raise. After years of hiding the real you, the day will come where you will regret this. I mean, do you know what we are missing if we don't dare to be ourselves? And this has nothing to do with being an introvert or an extrovert. It has to do that you don't dare because you might fear what others think of you or because you are in search for constant harmony or because you want to be everybody's darling. Today, we will find out how we can start to dare a bit more. Dare to live the life you want to have. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's me again, Anna Yelen, your time expert. Someone who didn't want to be judged by others. But someone who realized one day that I had to get over this fear in order to be true to myself. In order to live the life I wanted to live. So I started the journey of learning to be less touched by the judgment of others. And that was when my life started to get very interesting. I'll need to tell you some personal stories today in order to show you that I know exactly how it is to be judged. Because I've always been judged. As a kid on, I was different and that was what everyone told me. And not just me, my whole family was judged as different or even a bit crazy. And I didn't like to hear it. But actually I knew it was true because I felt different and I knew that I will always be. But I was too young to know how to cope with the judgment of others. I never had a huge confidence on myself. But boy, I mean, how lucky I was to have parents who always encouraged me to dare to be myself. But even with them around me, the judgment of others still did hurt me a lot. How about you, my dear listener out there? What do you think where your limits are? Do you think you are limited by others? Or even that you are limiting yourself? You know what? I truly believe that we are limiting ourselves every single day. Now the question is, if that is a bad thing. Because we might feel very comfortable in our limited world, don't we? It's oh so secure. But aren't we missing something in life if we live like this? This episode today might be a little bit harsh, but believe me, this podcast, this episode comes from the bottom of my heart because this topic is so important to me. We talk about your lifetime and it breaks my heart to see people living a robot's life when there could be so much more because our modern world is perfect to show who you really are. I mean, we have never been as open to diversity as today, and that is great. Okay, maybe some people around us aren't, but they will understand if we can explain it nicely. Now it is up to us to start to dare. It's time to start to live your own life. 
And that is when you find the right partner. That is when you find the right job. That is when you find your right friends. It all comes together. Let's start with a story. Remember that I have been working with ladies who had breast cancer and luckily many of them survived the disease. I was in my mid-twenties when I had a conversation with a lady I will never forget. Now let me tell you about her and her life philosophy. When we first met, it was after her last chemotherapy and she told me about her life. She had a very normal life until she got the diagnosis. She described herself as a woman who didn't really strike attention. Nobody would remember her if she was going out to do the grocery shopping. And then she got the diagnosis. During her therapy, she had a lot of time to think about her life. And she felt something very strongly. That she had lived the life others expected from her. She said, You know, I regret this. To have lived the life others expected from me. But I'm still here. And the moment I have my force back, I will show the world who I really am. And I'm going to live my life the way I want. I know that this will surprise many people. And I already know that I will be judged by everyone around me. That is for sure. But if I don't do this, I will regret it a second time. And then it will be too late and I will die with those regrets. Wow, I was impressed. I mean, just imagine this. You already know that you will be judged by everyone, even by your friends and your loved ones. And still, she would go for this change. Oh man, you really need to have a strong inner intention. Now, a few months later, I saw her again. I remember seeing her walking towards me and I just had to smile. What an appearance she had, like a bird of paradise. She had red hair and was wearing the most beautiful and colorful clothes I've ever seen. And she wore those highly eccentric eyeglasses. And she had this smile all over her face. God, she looked so happy. It it was beautiful. We sat down for a cup of tea and a cake and I was ready to hear all her stories. And we sat in this restaurant for ages and I felt no need at all to go home because I was in her courageous world and I loved it. She said to me, None of us knows our limits. The limits are not like land borders on a map. We can't see them, can we? And still they are there limitations, often built by yourself or even given by others. Oh no, you can't walk around like this. Well, why not? Why can't I have red hair as an older woman and wear colourful, extravagant clothes? Why can't I? I'm not doing any harm to anyone, am I? And sometimes we even limit ourselves. But why Because we are afraid to be judged by the others. So maybe we do it hidden. I mean, some men start to wear women clothes at home, hidden. Can you imagine how courageous it is of a man wearing women clothes on the street? I never really thought about this before, but today I understand how courageous that is. And then what happens? Most of the people laugh at him. 
Next time, believe me, Anna, if I see someone laughing, I will bloody hell tell this person how freaking weak she or he is. I mean, they don't see behind it. They have this limited mind. And they feel no compassion at all. She carries on. Imagine a world where everyone would do the same thing and think and be as everyone else. How boring. We would have a society of robots, all wearing the same clothes, doing and reacting the same way. No variety, no diversity. That's nasty. And the thing is, we are very near a society like this. There are many unseen boundaries and limitations. Of course you can stay in there, in your limitations, because it is comfortable. But I, I can't do this anymore. I have understood this. Unfortunately by a disease, but I say it's never too late to dare to be yourself. Boom, that was a lesson. In the car back home, I thought about our discussions. She had broken all the limitations which were there. I mean, can you imagine how I admired this? I started to ask myself if I'm living in a limited world. Now back to you, how about you? What happens when you ask yourself this question? Do you think you are limiting yourself? Or are others? If the answer is no, I congratulate you. Well done, I really pull my hat. But if the answer is, hmm, yes, I rather have a limited life, I will tell you this, don't worry, it's normal. You know why? Because we have learned all this stuff and we believe that it is true. If you do it like this, then it's right. And if you don't do it like this, it's wrong. That is how we learned it. We believe that it's like that. So don't feel bad about it, because you know what? Maybe, maybe today is the day to start questioning some beliefs you have. And maybe today is the day to start daring to show a bit more of yourself. And to be yourself doesn't mean to be reckless, not at all. It means simply to live the life you want to live and to try to find the best version of yourself. Now, what is the conclusion of the story with the red-haired lady? She had found the strength because of death who was knocking at her door. This was the reason she started to dare to be herself. Now look, I was 24 years old when I wrote into my diary a certain phrase. A phrase which was born out of all those conversations I had with these lovely women. A phrase which should accompany me forever. And a phrase which led me to spread and to share it with everybody around me. The phrase I wrote was this. And I'm not going to wait for a diagnose. This was the kickoff for all my educations I did afterwards about the topic time. This phrase was the reason above all. I wanted to understand why often humans start to live their life as they actually want to when they got a diagnose. I mean, why not before? Let's change the life to the better now. What are we waiting for? And that's the glory of it all, that the time is still here. Even, even if you are in a situation like this woman was, who maybe knew 
that she will not have many years to go, but she still went for the change, no matter how much time she had left. Now we can learn from her experience. Take her as an example. I mean, she changed radically (laughs) because she knew that time was limited. I understand if you don't want to do it as fast as she did, but you could start with small steps. And I believe that the clothes thing is a good example and a good practice feel to start to dare to wear the clothes you really like. Or, if you want to do it differently, you can even start by speaking up, by explaining your opinion and your thoughts. Be yourself. To be honest with you, it took me years to get there, where judgment doesn't hurt me anymore. But I don't see it as lost time, because I needed to take every single step of this journey. And it has been a lifelong journey, and a good one, with all ups and downs. Imagine you are a kid and you know exactly that you are different. Not just because everybody is telling you this, no, because you really are different. But for you, it's normal. You think that the way you are, that this is normal. You don't feel like a freak, but others tell you that you are. This might be very confusing for you as a kid. What is being different? What is normal? And maybe you start to observe, trying to find out what normal means. It means to fit in. And then you start to adopt that. You start trying to be normal. But I tell you one thing, and I speak from experience, that they will come where you start questioning your normal life. Is it your life? Is it the life you really want to live? No. And then you start to break out, one step after another. Maybe you have to accept some consequences, but you will accept them, because there is no way back. Now you feel the urge to live the life you have in mind. And now you're ready for changes. Let's talk about the big fear which stands behind all this, the fear of being judged. I ask myself why I was afraid of the judgment of others. And for me, there were two principal reasons. First, I wasn't really very self-confident. So every time someone criticized me, I felt pain inside of me. And I just didn't like that. And I didn't know how to handle it. And the second reason was that I was, and maybe still am, someone who is slightly, slightly harmony addicted. So if you are someone who carries the fear of being judged inside of you, I say, welcome to my territory. Because with my work, with my visibility in the digital world, with my radical thinking, with my appearance, I am standing on an open field of vulnerability. But you know what? It's okay. It was my decision to go this way. And actually, I am so thankful for all of it. (laughs) And I remember the first time someone sent me a really mean email. He related to a video of mine where I was talking about going to bed with a smile on my face. How could I? In a world which is in war and in such a bad state. He described me as an egocentric and stupid woman. Now, I was shocked. Not so much about the email, 
but about my reaction. I mean, I was really, really touched and I had big difficulties to accept these critics. So I talked with my husband and with my business partners, but they were like brushing it off, like, come on, Anna, why do you bother? That is just a guy out there frustrated and needs to have some attention. They told me to ignore it, but I couldn't brush it off. Do you know what I did? I wrote back. (laughs) And this was my own first step on the journey on how to handle judgment, to react. And in this case, my email was built up like this. First, I thanked him for writing to me. And then I got into the topic, told him that I thought that he was right with some of his statements Not the personal ones, though, calling me an egocentric stupid woman. And I explained my view, and in the end I wrote that I hoped that he still had some good moments in his life sometimes, because it would be sad if he was just frustrated all day long. Now can you imagine what a startled email I got back from him? I mean, he never expected me to write back. And he was so sorry for his personal attack, and came with an excuse. But you know what? I didn't need the excuse, but I needed the exchange. And this is how I handled it in the beginning, by reacting to these people. And yes, of course, with time, this has changed. Today, I can just leave it there without reacting to it. Sometimes I still would like to, but I get so many nice emails And I can't even answer them all. So if I would answer an email, it would be to someone who touched me positively. I believe that every judgment is a puzzle piece to personal growth. We should be thankful for every single critic we get. Because it makes you stand up for your beliefs. You will learn to explain your thoughts and your view on something. It will affirm your personal thinking. And you will get so much stronger. And you will get to know yourself so much better. And there are plenty of advantages to it. We just have to dare to take this first step, which is to face it, to accept criticism. And suddenly, after a while, you will also stop to want to please everybody. You don't have to be everybody's darling anymore. And that is good as well. For me personally, I'd rather have a community around me who's open to my ideas and thoughts and to people who challenge me as well with their thinking. And here I am talking about you people, about you guys who want to hear all this, who really do care about the time you have. You are taking responsibility of your life and you will change it if you have to. So you are open to all that stuff. (laughs) And I believe that we all have this one thing in common. We want to live the life we want to live. And I mean, come on, can you imagine how we can strengthen the kids with this? If we can give them the feeling of, however you want to do it, I believe in you. Try it, do it, and if you fail, that's all right. You'll never be alone. Let's round this down with a few quick tips for you how to handle judgment or critics better. Tip number one, express yourself. First, 
Get to know yourself. How do you think? What is your opinion? Start to explain to yourself or friends or loved ones how you think. Try to describe why you think like this or why you react like this. Learn how to express yourself. Learn to communicate. Learn to speak up. Learn to say the things you think. And let's get those words out there. And actually, you can also do this by writing it down. Tip number two. A judgment isn't as heavy as you think it is. Often, we take criticism really hard and we believe that this will last forever. Where it won't. Often, the other one who gave the critic didn't mean it as strongly as we are taking it and often the other person has already forgotten it when we still ponder about it. We weigh it far too much. So it helps to think that it's actually me and not the other one giving it so much weight. Make it lighter and then let it go. Tip number three, don't blame the other one. If someone is judging you, don't blame him for his jealousy or his own problems. He has the right to have an opinion. He even has the right to criticize you. And it's not about the other person. It's about how you handle it. So rather focus on yourself and your approach how to handle it than on the other one. Don't blame him. Tip number four. Stop judging yourself. Be kind and empower yourself. Oh no, I can't do that. I mean, this phrase is so limiting. How often do you hear yourself saying this? Oh no, I can't do that. I mean, you're not helping yourself with this statement. Stop saying it. Start to be kind to yourself. Start to tell yourself, yes, I can. Because you know what? You can. Of course you can. I mean, at least try it. Start to believe in the strength you have. And start to be confident in your abilities. Start to empower yourself. To end this episode, I would like to read some phrases out of the autobiography I'm reading right now. And in this passage, we talk about this guy being in his teenage years. Here we go. Meanwhile, he was making a greater claim on his schoolmate's attention. It seemed as if he was determined to make a statement. He was intent upon setting himself apart, without ever raising his voice or changing from the polite, well-mannered boy that he knew he would always be. By his dress, his hair, his demeanor, though he was making a ringing deceleration of independence. More and more to his fellow schoolmates, he was a squirrel, a misfit, a freak, as he would later describe himself, but not a freak to himself. Photographs show an increasing self-confidence, an increasingly studied self-image, even as he was being increasingly rejected by others. Well, this guy, he dared, and he was called Elvis Presley. Now, my dear listeners out there, phew, that was a long one, huh? But you see, it came all from the bottom of my heart. A long way, <laughs> but I will leave you now and you can go and think about all this. Just imagine how colorful the world could be if we would dare to be ourselves a bit more. And congratulations to all of you who always have lived 
like this and taken some risks like you, Beata, from Poland. And by the way, I'm so happy to have you here. Now go, and if you haven't started yet, start to live the life you want to live. Start with small steps. Be a good example for others. And do yourself good. And be sure to have some moments of joy while taking this journey. Until next time, take care. Bye. By the way, if you want to go and have a look at my homepage, you can find it under www.anna-jelen, which is j-e-l-e-n.com www.anna-jelen.com And there you can find my products, my workshops, my podcasts, my vlogs. Have fun. Bye.